Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Welcome in. It's Friday, June the 5th. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And uh, another interesting day in the world of sports. Obviously, not a lot of live sports going on. Um, we've got UFC 250 happening tomorrow night, and there is zero buzz about that. Have you heard anybody talk about that? Uh, no, you just told me about it. Is literally the f- just the first that, you'd heard of it, huh? That was happening. Well, there you go. Yeah, didn't even know. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of uh, of the card, but that's okay. Uh, you would think for 250, it was going to be, you know, something massive, and instead, uh, it is far from that. Uh, Amanda Nunez is always fun to watch. I don't know how much of a draw she is. Uh, you got a, another few, you know, interesting fighters. Sean O'Malley is going to be fighting Sugar Sean. Uh, he is, you know, entertaining. He's got uh, crazy hair, and you know, he's out there. He uh, he's the one that had the two year ban. And they ended up finding out that he actually had uh, nothing illegal about what he was doing. So, you know, interesting stuff there. But as far as that goes, yeah, nothing. So, no real live sports to discuss. But uh, but we still got plenty of news, and we are going to hit on a bunch of it. First things first, obviously, uh, go check out the website, winningcureseverything.com. You can subscribe to everything you need to over there, all of the live feeds. We're on Periscope, we're on Twitch, we're on Facebook, and we are on YouTube Every single day, Monday through Friday, and it's wonderful. We have a good time here. Uh, if you don't catch the live show, you can always do the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you are on Apple Podcasts, leave a nice review, five stars. Uh, write us a question. You know, Obviously, we will answer questions on the show, especially if you get them in through that, because uh, I will be checking that thing every single day. Our uh, Apple Podcast number is doing pretty good, so... We would definitely appreciate that. Uh, if you would, so kindly, for those of you that are watching, share out the show. Just to hit the retweet button, hit the share button on Facebook, whatever. Uh, hit the share button on, on YouTube. I didn't know they had that, but they do. Uh, so, yeah, tell everybody you know about the show. We would definitely appreciate that. It is brought to you every single day by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six wonderful sports books. We can vouch for all of them. They're all great. 
and they're all open. You can go over to tunicatravel.com, and <laughs> we got we got Tommy Jarvis jumping in on Facebook already and said, uh, what y'all got for the winning Mega Millions drawing numbers? I could use a big win tonight. <laughs> I wish I could help. Woo. I wish I could help. If I knew what that was, I promise you, I'd be down the street getting my lotto ticket right now. Uh, I, I tend to stick to the, uh, what are they called, the, the scratch-offs. No, so, no, I'm with I'm I'm with them. I'm with them. Go for the I'm not, I'm not flushing five dollars down the drain to maybe win five dollars. There you go. <laughs> if I if I if I put money down on a lottery, it is cash in and blow it all money. I can believe it. I can believe it. Now, if you're wanting to gamble, if you're wanting to bet on sports, if you want to do whatever, Tunica, Mississippi, like we were just talking about, South's premier sports gambling destination. Uh, everything's open down there. They're good to go. They got uh, some policies and procedures and, and whatever else set up, uh, you can go read about all of it over at tunicatravel.com. Do yourself a favor. Go check out Tunica. Uh, let's go ahead and, and dive into what's going on today. The biggest news of the day would be Oklahoma State. And this is the first of many that the NCAA has jumped on. Oklahoma State basketball gets a one-year postseason ban, and there's some other stuff too. I think they lost like three scholarships and Whatever else, Matt jumps in on YouTube, said, Mama said the interweb is the devil. Uh, yeah, I can believe that. I can believe that. Um, the, normally, that wouldn't be that big of a deal, right? Oklahoma State, you know, they hadn't been real good in basketball in quite a while. Mike Boynton is their, uh, is their head coach. They, they hadn't made a tournament in quite a while. So, you know, you're thinking, well, what does this even matter? But the issue here is that the number one player in the country the number one recruit in the country coming into this season enrolled at Oklahoma State. That's kind of a problem. Or not enrolled. I'm sorry, he hasn't enrolled yet. How's that? Uh, but he is committed to, he has signed with Oklahoma State. Uh, the kid's name is Cade Cunningham. Uh, he's got, you know, a family member that is, uh, that's on the staff there. So, you know, obviously big time get. But what happens here? You know, if they've got a one-year postseason ban for the one year that he's going to be in college, does he get out of that letter of intent? Like, the coach has already come out and said, hey, uh, we're going to let him do whatever he needs to do. We totally understand the circumstances have completely changed. But, you know, obviously... What are they... What, what? I didn't even know they were involved in any of the NCAA stuff. All of the schools that we hear about, we've heard... Kansas over and over again, Arizona over and over again, Auburn over and over again, LSU over and over again. Like we've heard all these schools over well, and over. So I, I didn't know Oklahoma State was well. Was everybody even had, had a problem. Oklahoma State. Everybody had completely forgotten about it, right? But here's what happened: uh, they were one of the original four. They had a, a uh, an assistant coach that was arrested by the FBI. Uh, Lamont Evans is his name, and he was hit with one. Uh, Level one violation. So it was it was Oklahoma State, yeah. USC, yeah. Uh, Auburn, and I'm forgetting one. Uh, TCU or Creighton or something. I, I forget who it was. Uh, but USC, Auburn, Oklahoma State, and was it? No, it was Arizona. It was Book Richardson. Yeah. Uh, so it was those four initially. Now, this is the first one that we've actually had a ruling come down on. And yep. for this issue, they had a level one violation against Lamont Evans. Uh, he was sentenced in June 2019 to three months in prison for accepting between $18,150 and $22,000 in bribes 
to steer players from South Carolina and Oklahoma State to certain agents and financial advisors. The NCAA also hit Evans with a 10-year show cause penalty. Uh, during that period, any NCAA member school, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the NCAA also reduced Oklahoma State uh, scholarships by three during the 2021 uh, through 2023 academic years and imposed other recruiting restrictions. Uh, the Cowboys had previously self-imposed a $10,000 fine plus 1% of its men's basketball operating budget and reduced the number of official visits for three years. Uh, obviously, the athletic director at Oklahoma State not happy with this, etc. But we had one level one violation by one coach that was fired. He was arrested. He's no longer with the program, etc. Yep. And you get those penalties. You get three scholarships taken away. I thought that was pretty harsh. That uh, that's what I found to be amazing with this yeah. one. I yeah. thought it was pretty harsh, considering I didn't even remember. Any issue. As soon as you talked about the guy that got arrested, yeah, I do remember that was an Oklahoma State coach. I remember that. It, it lets you know the NCAA, because they have this stuff in court documents, et cetera, they are going to hammer these guys. It, they, they're going to do this with Auburn. They're going to do it with USC. I would almost say that it will be a mirror image of exactly what happened here. And if you got this, a one-year postseason ban and three scholarships gone for one level one violation... Kansas is facing five level one violations. Kansas, I think, is in a whole mess of trouble. Now, if you are Cade Cunningham, just just off the off the top of your head, you got a, a uncle or a cousin, whoever it is, that's on the staff at Oklahoma State. If you're planning on going to the NBA after one season anyway, do you just stay on? Like at this point, or do you, do you yeah. get out of the letter of intent and try and go elsewhere? No, I, I I don't really know. I don't know the answer to that. There's a part of me that likes the idea of competing for a championship. And, I mean, if you went to Oklahoma State to begin with, you were, you know, I, I can't really understand that unless you thought you were so good you could single-handedly take them to an NCAA title um, or at least a, a run. But – I don't really it, know. Tough. That's a, that's a yeah. tough question. It depends on what the kid really wants to do. Like if he Oh, really yeah, 100% to, it's going to come yeah. down to what the kid wants to do. Yeah. If he wants to compete in the NCAA tournament, obviously that is no longer an option in Stillwater. But yeah. if he wants to just prep for the NBA and get ready, you know, to go be drafted. Now, obviously, he's at a situation where if he wants to go the G League route now, uh that's an option. So, you know, we can see what's going to happen here, but it's interesting, to say the least, that this kind of sets a, a precedent. I know that we've talked about that before, and the NCAA doesn't always uh, stick to precedents. But it, in a situation like this where there are so many basketball programs that are about to go through this, and Oklahoma State was the first one, uh, you kind of get an idea that they are going to hammer a lot of these schools, and, and it's going to be ugly. It's There's going to be a lot of schools firing coaches and, and sitting out you know, tournaments and all that kind of mess. It's uh, it's crazy. Terry jumps in on Facebook and said, what's in that glass, Gary? Uh, this would be bourbon, my friend. And this is just well bourbon. It's, you know, it ain't nothing special. I think this is benchmark, actually. So, yeah, nothing crazy. $10 bottle, whatever. So, uh, let's go ahead and move off of that one. I want to talk about something that's near and dear to uh, to our hearts. Sports media layoffs today. And there were a ton of them. 
Uh, Golly. Yeah. 46 of them at the I athletic. thought we were past this. I really did. Well, they had all the furloughs. They had all that kind of mess. And, you know, it's it's pretty nuts. The Athletic laid off 46 people, which was almost 8% of their staff. Five of them were from the college football realm. Uh, they also had several NFL writers uh, that were let go. The Falcons beat writer for them. The Arizona Cardinals writer. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers and Clippers writers. Um, but here's the thing. it's The Athletic is still fighting... Uh, newspapers and online papers that are actually in those local markets. Now, the guys that they have covering them are in the uh, the local markets, but the reason that these specific people were cut, at at least from my prior experience in this, is uh, the people that were cut were the ones that do not have the same traction. They don't have the same market share, et cetera. Uh, Yeah. it's, It's really hard to get people to go and read your stuff if they are so tuned in on somebody else's stuff, right? Yep. So, it, like, for example, Auburn writer Justin Ferguson, he was let go, but there are 47 Auburn beat writers. Auburn fans, it, the Auburn fan base, while big, is not as big as Alabama or Ohio State or whatever. Uh, just to give you another idea, Texas beat writer, Kalen Jones. Like, you would think Texas would have a ton of readers. However... Texas has had beat writers that have been around forever. So it, it's hard to break them from their newspaper or the same website that they've been going to that's free forever yep. to switch back over. Uh, Boise, no, State writer, uh, Boise State writer Dave Southern, Xavier writer Shannon Russell, uh, Louisville writer Danielle Lerner, uh, Arkansas writer Kelly Stacy. Uh, I mean, just... Across the board, Spurs writer, Phoenix Suns writer, Charlotte Hornets, 76ers, the Florida Panthers, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They had somebody covering basically every team in the country. Well, and therein lies the problem with some of these places. But there's no reason to not have the the guy who covers the Panthers also cover the Hornets. Agreed. Because Agreed. because North Carolina is just not that massive of a of a state population a fan base really like i don't know that the need is so great that you need a charlotte hornets article every day i mean here in memphis we don't need a grizzlies article every day but across the city we've got multiple people doing it and there's people that so, you know uh, yeah. that you respect more or not even respect that you trust more. we just know and we followed forever you and i right. know verno we've known verno and chris for- chris harrington has covered them Forever, yep. Jeff Calkins nope. writes the big yeah, articles. Calkins, I was just, forever. I was about to go through the list of them. Yeah, yep. and these are guys that we have known and been the voice of Memphis sports. But the thing is, is they're the voice of Memphis sports, and that's why we yep. have this relationship with them. They don't just tell me about the Grizzlies or about Tiger basketball. They, they are my voice for everything going on in the city. I think that's so much more valuable than having one guy in a town especially the smaller cities, right? Like right. If, if you're in New York, yeah, you, you need a guy to cover the Giants. You need a guy to cover the Jets. You need a guy to cover – because you just got too many people that want to only know about this and they don't care about the rest. We're, we're, the people that are getting laid off are the guy in Boise. And it's tough to compete with the local guys that talk about all of the sports because they have the fan base, I yeah. guess. They've got the market share. That's the market share. I'm trying to figure out what you would call people who just follow a certain sports That's, guy. Yeah, Mar- market share is is typically 
kind of industry uh, industry term. Excuse me. I feel like you're um, selling something with market share. I know it just sounds it it sounds a little shady, but uh, you know business terms, eh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's it it sucks to see that. Obviously, you don't want to see that go down. I mean, nope. I'm a I, I'm a uh, subscriber of the Athletic. I love reading that site. However, I don't go read everybody. I've got my set teams we, that I follow. You can't. I mean, you you no, can't. You could be the greatest reader in the world and the most unbelievable lover of sports news. You couldn't spend every day trying to read all these guys. Oh yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible. Um, but that you know, there's the big writers. There's Bruce Feldman and Stuart Mandel and yes. blah 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 on and on. Well, there are some guys that that are there. Dan Wetzel. Okay, like well, what's they might a have guy. a certain yeah. they might have a certain area or a region they cover, but they get carte blanche to write about whatever they want. You got it, and those guys and are you have the somebody, editors yeah. or whatever. So yeah, they, those guys are different. You got it, you got it, and those are the ones that I, you know, I will typically yeah. read whatever David they put David out. Aldridge yeah. is somebody in the D.C. area. He writes a lot of basketball, but if David wanted to write about something else. David probably could. He's yeah. been around the sports news industry for my entire life. So, yeah, he's earned that right. No, you you got that right. Uh, on top of that, so the Athletic laying off 8% of their staff. Um, on top of that, you've also got SB Nation and Vox Media uh, laying off, you know, offering people buyouts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. We talked the other day about Spencer Hall, who had Every Day Should Be Saturday. Well, his guy on the other side of him on his Shutdown Fullcast podcast was uh, Jason Kirk. And he was an editor for Banner Society along with Spencer. Banner Society was basically an SB Nation college football site. And they let go of Jason Kirk. They let go of Richard Johnston. They let go of Alex Kirshner today. Uh, so all three of those guys are looking. And, I mean, it's, well, four if you count Spencer. Uh that's a lot of really good college football media guys, including the ones at The Athletic, that are now looking for work in a really strange uh, time. I mean, it's it's just really weird, and it sucks. And it's what terrifies me about this business that we are in, right? Uh, you never know when cuts are coming, what's going to happen, uh, and it all comes down to basically clicks and, and all that. So, I mean, obviously... You guys that are watching the show, I see a lot of you in here. Not a bunch in the chat. Terry uh, said on Facebook, I agree. I follow only a few guys for the teams I like. But, hell, for the Cubs alone, there's a ton of writers. But I only like two of them. Don't understand why they need so many. Uh, well, they don't really need so many. Well, it's not a Cubs but, decision. It's all these different publications have their own yes. writer. And they hey, want you to I, come I wonder to if you were really good. If you were a top-tier guy in a city like Chicago, could you work for yourself and just basically sell your articles. So so you might have your article run in the Chicago Tribune and then also run on these like four websites and be like, you know, it's the same article, but all these people are just paying one guy for their information because he's the best or one lady because she's the best. I think everybody wants exclusive, right? They they want their own person so that if oh, you like man, that but person. I'd rather I'd rather have the best guy and have to share Somebody else has it, so I got to get them to my website over the other website. But I know I got the best content instead of the fourth or fifth best person trying to write this stuff. Mm, you know, I, what, what I got your, who I can afford. What are your thoughts on the athletic as a whole? Uh, you know, we've talked about this in the past when it first was brought up. I mean, they, they started, what, three years ago? And yeah. we were 
already podcasting at that point. We've been doing this for a little over four years now. Uh, We're going into our fifth year. This will be our fifth football year. So at this point, you know, I was a little skeptical at first. I was, you know. I think it's a tough business market model because they have too many. They laid off 8% of their people and look at the amount of people they have. My question is, is I just think you're overblown. I, I think you just have too many people trying to do too small of jobs. Well, and on top of that, it, it's tough to get readers to you if a lot of people can prefer to just go to the free website that's got the advertisements, right? Yes. Because once an article comes out, everybody has the info. If somebody has a uh, an athletic subscription and they yep. want to write about the athletic article, I mean, it's out there for free then. So all you well, got to yeah, do we, is we have a, We have a thing where, and, and we do this too, but media has not just become the sport you cover or the story you cover, but now the news that cover that, we cover that news. Uh, Terry jumps up. Oh, Damien said, what's up? Damien, nice to see you on YouTube yep. there. Uh, Terry said, yeah, the guy Brett from Bleacher Nation uh, sells his articles because he's so in-depth, I, I guess in-depth, and yep. writes about what people want. The one for the Tribune, no one likes, but she gets exclusive because she's with the big paper. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah and she's getting certain deals. But if she's not as good, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, people go to the the better writers, like where they get the most information. So, yes. uh, the again, it's what terrifies. But I don't even see. Here's the thing, though. I don't know that it's the most information either. Some no. of it's just how good of a writer are you, and how much content. Obviously, the person from the Tribune has access that this other guy doesn't have, all right? Yeah. But but if she's not as entertaining to read, then, you know. Yeah, then you're not going to get the, the readers. I mean, that's, that's the right. way it goes. Uh, for those of you that are watching the show, you can jump in the chat there. Obviously, any platform, Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, uh, it will pop up in the bottom left of your screen. Your name is right there. So it doesn't matter what platform you're on, you can drive the conversation along with us. Uh, yes, I am terrified of the direction of sports media right now all of the layoffs, all of this different stuff. So that stuff never crazy. scares me, okay? Because you just got to, you, you got, we got to do what we got to do, all right? Oh, yeah. No, and no, at no, the no, end I, of the day, does this, just, we fee, we make our living off of what, a lot of what they do. Yeah. Okay? But, and and while there are well, we're also 100 in the million business. more of us than there are of them. Yeah, we're in the opinion business. They we, yes. are not. Like They are not. Somebody's got, somebody's going to go find this information out. Yeah, and somebody's going to get it to the masses. Okay, that right. There, there are a lot fewer of them than there are of us. Uh, ben jumps in on Twitch. He said, "I just follow Instagram pages for my sports info for the most part." Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's what, what a lot of people, people do. do. Follow yeah. it. They pick a social media outlet, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and then you just follow the reporters, the writers, whatever that you like, and, and then get it from there. That, yeah. That's that. You get eighty percent of what you need from there. If you want the details of the deal. Then you got to pay for the content, but the problem is, is so few people care about those minute details. So much of the information comes in just the tweet or the blurb of it, and then you wait, you know, an extra day, maybe an extra four or five hours, even. Yep. And then you can have all the information because some other media outlet like us or ESPN or Fox or somebody of that nature, somebody on YouTube is going to tell you about it. Yeah, well, Terry jumps in with that. He said, my opinion is podcasts are better because you can listen yes. when you want, and if they do articles, you can follow them on Twitter and read them there, which is better than looking for an article or paying for a subscription. 
Yeah. We, it, we began doing podcasts because we realized that's how we consume almost all of our media. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, mean the I reason, don't have time. You come to up sit here and all read. the time and you say, well, did you know about this? No, I didn't. Because it's not something I'm instinctively. I, I listen to nothing because there are no live sports going right now. There's nothing live that I have watched or listened to since the, the since the uh, the Tiger Woods Phil Mickelson golf yeah. uh, thing. That that's and before that, nothing until the the UFC, the UFC fight. Day. Even then, yeah. I watched it kind of later. Yeah, you only watched like I didn't, the main I didn't watch it live because I was I was just doing family crap and I couldn't. Yeah. But like. So if there's a commercial for UFC 250, I'm not, I'm not getting it unless they're advertising it on one of the podcasts I listen to. Yeah, and Terry said that's why everyone's got to like and share this one to get it going bigger. Yeah, 100%. Right. Everybody boy, share this Terry. thing out. Appreciate Tell that. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. We always appreciate that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, let's dive off of that topic. Let's move into NFL news. Uh, I don't know really that it's news per se, but... NFL stars want league changes. They released the Strong Together video last night. Now, did you uh, did you get to see this video? I saw the video. Thought it was very well done. I very thought it well was done. as well. Uh, title on CNN says, or headline on CNN, NFL players release video calling on the league to condemn racism and support black players. Uh, now, we'll say this. I, I, this kind of feels like... This kind of feels like uh, the... I got an email from Kroger and from Target today condemning racism. I'm so tired and of I, the companies that are just telling me that they don't like racism. Yeah, I, I don't feel like the NFL, you know, but your players are wanting you to do it, so you probably need to do it. Well, no, the players, but, I, they want somebody to step up and actually do things for their communities. I believe yeah. that. I think they're wanting action more than anything else. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, let me let me read through some of the article here. Um, it calls on the league to condemn racism and support black players. Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson was joined in the video uh, by other football stars, including Odell Beckham Jr., Patrick Mahomes, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyran Matthew, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, and Saquon Barkley. Uh, that's... That's big-time names. That's some the, stars. That's yeah. some stars. Uh, in the video, it says, how many times do we need to ask you to listen to your players? What will it take for one of us to be murdered by police brutally? Uh, or by, per, yeah, excuse me, by police brutality? Um, it said, so on behalf of the NFL, this is what we, the players, would like to hear you state. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit wrong in silencing our players from peacefully protesting, we, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. The thing that stood out to me in this statement was, we, the National Football League, admit wrong in silencing our players from peacefully protesting. This is going to get really interesting. Um, and I wonder if, because 
it's somewhat the safe thing to do now because every company is coming out and doing this, et cetera. I, I wonder what the backlash will be from fans this time if there is kneeling, if there is protesting and whatnot on the field, and whether or not the owners are going to be okay with it. Because obviously it became a big-time issue last time because there was, you know, viewership declines, et cetera. This time... Hang on, uh, and what happened to those viewership declines? Well, I mean, once everything stopped, once Kaepernick was out of the league, they went back up 20%. No, so, Kaepernick was never in the league. He wasn't even in the league. Uh, he wasn't after that Cap first didn't year. have anything to do with it. I'm but telling every, you, the product was rough. There was a the, the the election was going on, and so it was, and it was the craziest election we've ever yes. had in our life. Agreed. Like, and, and the next year, there was still the decline because there was still all of the political tension that was going no, on. I dis- but we I, disagree but, on that. No, 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 we no, just I, disagree on that. Look, we we can disagree if you want to, but the facts of the matter are there were still players that were kneeling, and it was still a major league story going on that year. And it was and a that story. doesn't necessarily mean that that was exactly what it was, but. Everybody the, the I know that protests at the NFL don't watch the NFL anyway, and they haven't their entire lives. Look, all I'm okay? saying is, once but they the stories, sure came out and told everybody they don't watch it now. Once the stories stopped, viewership ratings went back up twenty percent. That's all I'm saying. So if you can say it's mitigating circumstances, whatever, and I don't know that that was necessarily what it was, but who knows, right? Who knows? Uh, let me jump into the man. The chat just started going bananas. Uh, let's see. Ben said, for example, the CBS Cover 3 podcast gives you all the details for any college football news they know anything about, and it's free. Yeah, 100%. Podcasts are great. Um, Damien said, I don't see why anyone has to get laid off just to save money for their company when they can put everyone in furlough and make pay cuts. Uh, well, here's the thing. They've had guys furloughed for a long time, um, yeah. but now the company is, you know, not making as much money. You, you can't furlough them forever. Yeah. I mean, you just it, it's tough. Uh, Terry said, you have to know where you're buying stuff from. Uh, have a heart. That's why Subaru is made with love. I'd rather it be made with precision and attention to detail. <laughs> hey, now, Subaru is made with precision to no. detail. They just quit advertising that, and they started putting puppies on there, okay, because that's what the marketing people say. But, listen, you're talking to a two-time Subaru owner, all right? That's what I put my family in because I'm pretentious as hell, and go. I love them more than you love yours. There you go. Uh, Emperor- that's a- the only thing I know about Subarus are is if you if you put your family in a Subaru, you love your family more than other people love theirs. That's what I was told. That's what I believe. That's why I buy. Ben just jumped in and said Subaru for life. There you go. Uh, Emperor Bam. of Rome said, "Who gives a crap about what the company's opinions are?" No, we. Uh, I just don't. We're understand. with you. I don't understand. Okay, I, don't, I feel like I really everybody don't. should be against racism. I don't know that you have to make a statement. It's kind of like everybody. We're against, all we're all for clean air, right? Yeah, we you all know, don't all want for, anybody to have cancer. Like no, that's right. I don't We're feel like I have against, to make a statement. That's right. We, I just I, I always found it weird that we had like a cancer awareness month, and I guess we have breast cancer awareness month, and it, we're like going after a very specific thing. Yeah. And I'm not against that, but like, is anybody not for this? Do we need a month for it? Because we're all we're all okay with breast cancer and all cancers never being around, right? Yeah, we're totally fine with that. I just found that I just it's, always it's yeah. a simple thing. It's a very simple thing. Very simple uh, thing. Damien said, uh, "NFL is just kissing ass because of what Fangio said about the NFL not being racist." That's all. They're oh, there's doing. no doubt. That's a hundred percent. These players are trying to get something different. Yeah, but the My NFL hasn't is, is, done anything yet. So, so here's what I here's what I wonder. Have. Okay, I I I, I want to know how this plays out. So let's say the the NFL, the commissioner, and all the owners say, "You know what, guys? You're right. We will acknowledge all of these things." Okay. 
and we're going to begin to start to donate money and resources, which I'm still trying to figure out how do you donate money to fight racism? At some point in time, we got to educate. I do believe this. We're, we're going to have to stop yelling and shouting at one another and you got to find a way to talk to people. Agreed. Um, because that's the only way you're really good. Now, if you want to yell at them because you're mad, that's, that's fine. I yell at people all the time, but I know when I'm yelling at them, I'm not ever going to change their mind. There's a comedian. You and I talked about him before. God, I forget his name every time. Um, he's a black comedian. He, anyway, he started befriending like KKK guys and neo-Nazi guys. And he started catching a whole lot of hell for it. And he's literally turned like 20 or 30 of these guys from their ways. And, and now those guys are all like, yes, I realized I was wrong. I was raised this way. And now I know I've been educated and, and I don't do that. And if he just gave them the middle finger and punched a Nazi, th- those five guys would still be fired. 20 guys or whoever it is would still be fighting the other fight against them. And now they're fighters for good. And I just, I don't know how to have this conversation. No, I don't know what was needs it, to be said. Was it Donnell Rawlings? Or huh? Was it Donnell Rawlings? That could have. That sounds more. Was it somebody familiar, that was on I, Rogan. But I, yes, but I also know yeah. Donnell. So yeah. I, I just, I might be remembering him just because I know him and I know his stuff. Yeah. So it, the, the the main premise behind this is I'm I believe that at this point because it is. Uh, because it's safe, because I feel like viewers are not going to turn out because of this, because everybody finally seems to be coming around to the idea yep. that, yes, it has been a problem. Uh, you were talking about, by the way, uh, what, what you can do to donate, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. I believe it's blacklivesmatter.org uh, has got okay. a ton of different charities, a ton of places. Good, good, good. That's where you need to go then to look at that then. So, yeah, my, my wife has been kind of looking it up, uh, you know, trying to – to be a part of the solution, et cetera. Well, I mean, I saw, and, so like yeah. I, I follow Patriot stuff. Okay. So I saw Robert Kraft came out and donated a million bucks to, to fight racism. And I love Robert. Okay. I think he's the greatest owner in, in the world. I defend him endlessly for, for, for most everything. And I thought, huh, how's money going to fix this problem? Like, and then I begin to think of, now I know how money could, could help fix this problem. We could pay for a lot of attorney fees for a lot of people who are wrongfully imprisoned because but all my issues that I think of are all criminal reform because that's a world I know. Yeah. Okay. I, I was a criminal justice major when I went through college and, and I follow that stuff. I, I see the flaws in it and, and, and the struggles of it so badly that, but that I was trying to think of, all right, now, other than that world that I know specifically, that can't be all there is. What else can money do? Yeah, because I mean, at some point in time, we got to change people's hearts, and I I don't know how to do that with money. Oh, it's it's almost impossible. But I mean, obviously, you can uh, buy products from uh, black-owned businesses, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so all right, yeah. All so so we can begin to yeah. support that, and that's yeah. and that's fine. Those are just things that I was trying to figure out. Bob Kraft is dropping a million bucks. That's amazing. What's the million bucks for? And yeah. what is what, like, what are they it doing going? with it? Because I don't I don't want it. Like, is it just going to, to protesters or is it like, you know, yeah. it, it's that I, kind of I, thing. I, I want it to actually go to help people because I'm instantly thinking of, you know, attorneys I know that struggle to do pro bono work for, you know, these 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 black men is is the majority of ninety percent of what they deal with yeah. that they believe are wrongfully, you know, incarcerated because they 
just couldn't afford a good attorney. Yeah, this but that this, stuff costs a lot of money and yeah. it takes a lot of time. And these guys are doing it on the super cheap and it still costs crazy amounts of money. This this situation is different. Like this kind of charity is different yeah. than something as simple as like donating to St. Jude. At St. Jude, you know exactly what it's going to. With this, that's, it's like I guess that's it. I yeah, know no real what Lamar's going to. I yeah. know what St. Jude's going to. I know when I go to Susan B. Anthony, like I'm fighting, I'm fighting breast cancer. Right. This one is not as easy to figure out, but that's why they do have the websites. There is the information out there. Uh, jump into the chat here. Jose said, Roger Goodell thinks he's bigger than God. He's not NBA Adam Silver. They were still kneeling. Then Trump said something uh, to Jerry Jones. Uh, no, that is uh, actually factually incorrect uh, because the NBA under David Stern set up this whole thing where you had to stand up and salute for the anthem. Uh, otherwise, you were fined and you were suspended. Uh, and that is still in play. So it, David Stern set all that kind of stuff up. And that was... Uh, what was the guy's name? His name was Chris Jackson at LSU, and then Chris Abdul something or other. He was the one that was uh, that was sitting out for the national. He wasn't kneeling; yeah. he was just sitting on the bench. And That's it, right. Yeah, he got suspended for games again. It became a big. Which, well, I will tell you yeah. what's interesting: the way the NBA does it, if you sat on the bench, nobody would ever know because. Every NBA arena I have ever been to, it's dark. Blacks out almost yeah. the entire place except for the center court where you see the line of players, coaches, referees, and everything else. And so if somebody wasn't there, literally it would have to be like LeBron or Anthony Davis, like somebody who is big and visible and everybody knows what they when, look like. To be fair. To say, oh, are they not here? Like when he was on the Nuggets, I mean, he was, he was pretty big. Like it was, it, it's because he was such a big name that it caused such a stir. So yeah. uh, Ben said it's to get donations. Terry said they had puppies at the Detroit Auto Show last year. Didn't even bring all their cars, just puppies. It was nuts. Um, Jose said the word is listening. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Terry said that's the truth. Whatever happened to being able to disagree with each other and still be friendly and have conversations? Uh, social media happened. Like that's that's what it is. Um, yes, we used to be 100%. able to disagree and have conversations, and and people could actually grow without being canceled and everything yeah. else, right? So, you know. It, so, I mean, if you listen to Yahoo's, Yahoo's um, uh, college football or college sports podcast now, like, you you know, me and you, I mean, I, I, I worship at the feet of Dan Wetzel, okay? Yeah. And, like, they, they kind of addressed a lot of this stuff. And he, he brought up, there's a, there's a guy that I love, okay? There's a guy that I have defended most of my life. It's Greg Popovich. I, I worship at the feet of Greg Popovich, okay? Love yeah. that man. But, like, when he goes on on these shows and on social media and just blasts Trump, like, you're – while he, he I – loses me when he does I that. I appreciate it. You're not helping the cause because the people who already agree with you, they already agree with you, and the people that don't are never going to respond well to that because you're just yelling at them and telling them they're idiots. And, and – at some point, you've you've got to get them on a human level if you want to change their mind. Correct. Correct. Uh, Damien, oh, Ed, sorry, Ben on Twitch said, I want to know exactly where the money will go before I donate. I think that's most people, and that's why the information Oh, I completely there. agree. So, again, uh, from what I understand, blacklivesmatter.org has got there's a If there's a list of, of specific charities, those yeah. charities have to tell you what they're doing with the money. Yes. So you're not yes. giving it to one big group, and they're funneling it to all these little groups. I think you would have to make actually donations to the specific thing. 
You're right. And then uh, finally, Damien said, I'm happy to see the stars and players fighting for our rights. It's just sad that it had to take Kaepernick kneeling to finally do something about it. Uh, I don't know that it was necessarily Kaepernick kneeling. I think, like, that was a, a small part of this entire thing. This has been going on in this country forever. It's been a problem forever. I mean, it, it, you, you had slavery end, and then 100 years later, you still had the Civil Rights Movement, and now we're 60 years past the Civil Rights Movement. This has been happening for a long time, and it's been a problem. Um, yeah, but Cap, and it takes but a long Cap time. Brought the, I, would, I would agree with Damien on this. Cap brought the attention at a level in which nobody knew because nobody draws eyeballs like the NFL. That's, okay? that's true. And, and he put it on the biggest platform in the world outside of World Cup soccer. Okay. That's true. Give them their due. They're the biggest in the world, but definitely the biggest in the country. Oh yes. Um, he he brought that attention. He's got to get that credit. Now you got so that. Regardless right. of what you think of him, regardless of the all the flaws that he has, we've gone over those before. He 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 did bring it to the attention, which is also why it became the the story guess, that it was light, yeah. the lightning rod that it became. Oh, a hundred percent. Ben said we need to have real town halls again. Uh, yeah, I I believe that. I mean, 100%. Now, they do have town halls. It's just, you know, you've got two minutes to speak. It's not, you know, what, what can you really say in two minutes, right? It's just, it's tough. It's tough stuff. No, you could say a lot in two minutes. Two yeah, minutes you can. is longer than you think. I mean, you you, you, gotta, gotta have, you have to be organized in your thoughts. You have yes. to know what you're going to say. You've got to have a point. Yes. 100%. But two minutes is a lot longer. Listen, for a guy who's trying to put together five minutes of something, Two minutes is longer than you think. Now you you got that right. Let's Ask my uh, old lady. Let's kind of stay on the same topic here uh, as what we were just talking about. Uh, final story of the day before we get out of here and let you guys go enjoy your weekends. Again, we appreciate all of you guys for jumping in. Uh, Emperor of Rome said talking to someone is a thousand percent more effective than screaming or punching. Yes, remaining calm and actually having a conversation does way more yeah. than yelling. And, and the hard thing is, here's yeah. why that's hard. I can scream and shout at masses. Yes, I can. I can only talk intelligently and honestly and really with one person at a time. Yeah, exactly. And it's 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 tough to reach everybody one by one, but the more people that you have on your side that are doing it along with you, yeah, helps out, right? Uh, so, with that said, final story: Michael Jordan donates a hundred million dollars with the Jordan brand to for uh, for racial equality. Um, now, I have not gone through the entire story. You and I just saw it, I mean, right as we were right, going Right on. before we were about to go, I found this. I shot it to you, and I was like, what? So I saw Robert Kraft's million bucks, and I thought, that's good. And then I've seen several, many, 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 many other people that are famous and have wealth donating large sums of money. And I thought, oh, this is good. And then I saw Jordan's, and it said $100 million, and it kind of took my breath away. That's that's a lot of money. Well, it's it's a lot of money, but it's also something that you haven't really seen from Michael Jordan before, right? That's right. That's, that's this might be the first public thing he's done like that. Yeah, it's it's maybe so, ever. He released a statement. Uh, let's see. Ben said, "Didn't MJ say he doesn't want to be an activist on the Last Dance?" Uh, Pretty much, yes. He did uh, while he, yeah, he did. And I don't know that, that he's trying recording. to be an activist here. I think yeah. he's putting his money to good use and he's uh, going to let activists be activists. Damien said, speaking of the subject, what are y'all's thoughts on YouTube taking half of the money from the Madden charity tournament for Floyd's family? Um, I I don't have an issue with it because YouTube takes half of the money of basically everything anyway. 
Like they, they I, keep their, here's my deal. If YouTube is taking half of the money they would make in giving it away, I don't care what they do with their money. Yeah. All right. But if you were supposed to pay me a hundred dollars, okay, for easy math, and then you keep whatever else you keep, and now I'm only going to pay you fifty dollars and then donate the money. Now I have a problem. Let let me donate the money where I need to donate the money to. Yeah. Uh, ben Sometimes said, yeah, this might is, be my wallet. Ben said, yeah, this is different. Uh, Ashley Giannini jumped my in. Cuss. Said, love MJ. Pretty sure I had his starter jacket back in the day. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet I tried <laughs> to steal it from him when I was younger. <laughs> so so let me read this MJ statement, all right? Uh, yeah. He said, the Jordan brand is us, the black community. Jordan brand is more than one man. It has always been a family. We represent a proud family that has overcome obstacles, fought against discrimination in communities worldwide, and that works every day to erase the stain of racism and the damage of injustice. The will, the work, the excellence the world has come to know is the result of one generation after another pouring their dreams into the next. It's 2020, and our family now includes anyone who aspires to our way of life. Yet as much as things have changed, the worst remains the same. Black lives matter. This isn't a controversial statement. Until the ingrained racism that allows our country's institutions to fail is completely eradicated, we will remain committed to protecting and improving the lives of black people. Today, we are announcing that Michael Jordan and Jordan Brand will be donating $100 million over the next 10 years to organizations dedicated to ensuring racial equality, social justice, and greater access to education. That's uh, a pretty profound statement, pretty straightforward, and here we go. Uh, this is what we say. Jose said, about time Jordan made all them prison... Uh, he woke, Jose got some typos here. About time Jordan made all them prison, he woke while Tiger Woods needs to wake up. Uh, and then Damien said, MJ will always be the goat. Uh, this is, this is big time. This is, this is, I mean, it, it's I mean, not this, just the this, money. It's the biggest yeah. name in sports to this day. Uh, yeah. coming out and, and making a donation, putting his money where his mouth is, and, and making a statement showing that he is behind this. Because MJ's money yeah. will bring other people's money. Every other big swinging dick out there is going to say, you know what, MJ did it, now I got to do it. Oh, 100%. This is, this that's, is a massive thing. That's, that's, the, that's, what the, that's what happens with these guys. You buy a yacht, I got to buy a bigger yacht. You did this, you donated here, I got to donate here. You got everybody's trying to one-up themselves. I don't know that many people are going to come together to one-up this but at least it's going to bring a lot more people to the table that it might not have. Well, and, and the good thing here, Ben uh, said he's donating Gruden's contract. <laughs> That's he, sad. He is. He absolutely That's sad. is. Hey, listen, uh, he's off my TV for ESPN. Good riddance. Now, you got that right. You got that right. Uh, it, it's very interesting. I, I like the, the $100 million over the next 10 years. Yeah. Um, it's not one lump sum it, nope. You're not going to fix things overnight. He understands Ooh. that this is going to take uh, a, a decade from now. Yes. We could see massive, massive change. We could live in a whole different world in ten years. I, I'll tell you this: 2020 thus far has felt like ten years. Uh, it's crazy. Tyrone Davis jumped back in. He said, "Hi guys, I'm back." Tyrone, how you been, man? What's so up, it's, man? it's good to see everybody jumping back in here. It's uh, it's good to get the family back together on a Friday. I'll tell you that. That's right. <laughs> But yes, this is uh this is major league stuff from Michael Jordan. It's interesting to see uh because I mean famously he was the one said uh, that said uh Republicans buy sneakers too. You know, he didn't want to be 
uh, involved in the uh, political realm. But um, (laughs) Damien said MJ's donating the money he got from his pizza poisoning. Yeah. (laughs) Look, Michael Jordan did not want to be in the political realm. I don't know that this is necessarily a political issue. Like this is an equality. No, I think issue. I think I do think we're past that. I mean, yeah. I I will tell you that I personally know a lot of Republicans that are really sick of, of the stuff going on in our country as well. You don't see them on Twitter, and you don't see them on social media, and and you see the the extremes on both sides fighting constantly. There's plenty of reasonable people in the middle that say, you know what, this is ridiculous. Right. Oh, yeah, it's a, it, look. I will admit, I you know me. I am the facts yep. guy. I'm the analytical guy. I look at numbers. The issue that we're running into right now is that you can't put a number on the people that are frightened of police because of all this stuff that's going on. Last year, uh, if my numbers are right, there were only nine black men that were unarmed and killed by police. Only nine. That's not that many. However. That doesn't list the number of guys that were pulled over for no reason. That doesn't list the number of guys that were that were uh, roughed up by police for no reason. All it is, is is the ones that died that were unarmed. That's it. You can't put a number on uh, the way that people feel, right? And, and while you don't want to get too deep into the emotional uh, aspect of it, you, you do have to sit back and understand that, like, you and I have never had to deal with this. You know, nope. I... I I'll go on and bring. I'll I'll talk about this because it's it it's dear to me, and I told my wife I wasn't going to talk about it, but that was early in the week. And and just to give an idea, I used to have hair down past my ass. All right, I what I looked like a hippie. I was in a rock band. I wore black all the time. You know all that kind of stuff. I was pulled over for zero reason multiple times. At least four that I can remember. I was asked to get out of the car. I was I had never had a gun drawn on me. I never was roughed up, anything like that. Everybody just thought that I always had drugs or that I was probably driving drunk or something like that. I never was. But I was targeted because I would drive around with my hair down in a piece of crap car. And this was years and years ago. But I knew that I was being targeted. So when I would show up for court and stuff like that, I would obviously tie my hair up and all that and... and look like a respectable human being. I I dressed a lot differently than I do now. I'll say that. Um, So on the smallest scale, I at least have some kind of an idea of what it feels like to be targeted, but it is nothing compared to black people and what they have to go through in this country. It's ridiculous. So what I had to go through every time I would drive around in Memphis or, you know, in DeSoto County, et cetera, uh, I, I was pulled over by people that actually knew me. Like, it, people that I went to high school with that didn't recognize me, but when they did, it was, oh, okay. But my car was searched on multiple occasions for no other reason. And when I would ask them, and to be fair, I didn't know all of my rights back then. I know them now because I got tired of it. But back then, I didn't know. So they would just, they would ask to search the car. I knew I didn't have shit in the car. Have at it. But it would cost me 45 minutes to an hour of my time just sitting on the side of the road looking like a criminal. And it's ridiculous. It is unbelievable that that happens in this country for no reason. So, on a very small level, I at least have an idea of it. 
Um, and it's nice to see that it, it's coming to the forefront. You know, it's uh, it, it's ridiculous, and and I'm glad people are standing up for it. I'll say that. So, uh, <laughs> wow, got a lot of a lot of comments here. Uh, Tyrone said, "I'm doing good. My fuel pump went out. It cost fourteen hundred dollars to fix. That's just for the part." Whoo. I understand that. I've been through the fuel pump issue. I've been through I don't know nothing about cars, man. I can I can Ooh. fix a house. Nothing in the house scares me at all unless you burn it to the ground. But yeah. uh car stuff, I feel like I'm just getting screwed every time I take my car in just for a simple oil change. Yeah. Uh Damien said, I wonder if he uh if he won that money from gambling, talking about MJ. Uh Tyrone said not a hundred million dollars, I assure you, he's not <laughs> up a hundred million dollars. Uh Vince said it's always a good thing when something is beyond politics. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, it needs to be. And then he and been asked, "Did I look like Charles Manson?" No, you you can go and search me out on YouTube, whatever. And go look for Prosevere. That was the band that I was in. Um, no, I I didn't look you know crazy. I just had long hair. Is what it is. So I got called multiple uh, you know gay slurs and all that kind of mess for the entire duration before I cut my hair off, and it was ridiculous. So, you know, again, very very small level. Uh, not to compare it whatsoever, but, you know, at, at least, like, I know that I didn't like how that felt, and I can't imagine if it was worse than that, you know? Like, it, I, I was able to fix it by cutting my hair off. You know, other people can't. Like, that sucks. So, it uh, it definitely sucks, but um, anything else we need to hit today? I think that's it, brother. I kind of I kind of jumped a on a tangent there. <laughs> Sorry. Ben said, I think we're turning a corner as a society. Uh, yeah, I'll, I think I would agree with that. Hope I think so. I would agree with that. So we we definitely hope so. Uh, you guys have been fantastic, of course. Uh, this has been a really good week. We do appreciate everybody that's been hanging out and enjoying the show, sharing the show out. Keep doing that for us. You have no idea. Uh, Damien said you wanted to be Kid Rock, huh? No, not really. Not really. I was never really into Kid Rock. <laughs> that was that was not my thing. But uh, but yeah, I had I had I had long brown curly hair. So uh, here I'll I'll type in the chat to everybody if you want to go check it out. Uh, Pro Severe was the name of the the band. So go check it out. Um, yeah, it's uh it's crazy and the world is changing and uh and I'm glad that we're here for it because it's uh it's an interesting time and uh and it's it's better. I think it's better for everybody. But yeah, we appreciate everybody that's in the chat, everybody that has jumped in, everybody that's listening on the podcast and on the Daily Show uh, on whatever video platform you are on. You guys have been magnificent. Uh, great week, great week, and we will have another great week again next week. Uh, we got an announcement coming up. Obviously, if you were on the show yesterday, you heard us talk about it. We got some uh, interesting and exciting news that will be popping up at some point next week. Um but until then, we're going to hold off just a little bit. We'll have some special guests on with us whenever that goes down, uh, once everything gets done. But, uh, but yeah, Tyrone said, thank you guys. Any way to support you guys. Tyrone, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody else. Download the podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on all these different platforms. Share the show with your friends. Tell your buddy about it. If, uh, if one of you, if every one of you tells one other person, that's going to double it. I'm just saying. I mean, if one of you tell a million people, then that's that's cool, too. That would help as well. You got that right. So, you guys are awesome. Again, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. 
If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.